the last few years, I don't know if anyone has taught me more about Jesus than my kids. And those of you that are, are parents, you know the way that this works. It, you know, you have these little kids and they just begin showing you all of these characteristics of God that either you didn't know existed or maybe you had just kind of lost in the midst of being a grown-up. You know, kids just kind of teach you some things new. And so over the last few weeks, God has been using my, my three-year-old son, Jack, uh, to remind me of just the joy that comes in following Jesus. And uh, the truth is sometimes, and I think this just happens as we all get older, um, we just start taking ourselves way too seriously. And, you know, just the, the drama of life, the deadlines of work, just kind of the pain and the sorrow that comes in doing life. I mean, you know, life is not always easy. But as you get older, just enough of those things happen. Sometimes you begin losing the joy. And uh, there has been something about Jack over the last few weeks that has just reminded me of just how fun it is to be alive. And so one of the things that Jack will do, he has this little catchphrase that he made up, you know, he'll say it all the time. We'll be in the midst of, you know, just doing something ordinary, like riding bikes or digging in the dirt or eating pizza or painting or just doing something simple. And he'll, he'll stop, like, right in, in the middle of whatever we're doing, and he'll look at me and he'll say, Dad, this is so much fun. And he'll kind of make this little face, like he'll shake his head, he'll go, this is so much fun. And he, he does it like that. You'd have to kind of see it. It's cuter when he does it. But uh, he, he gets so excited. So on Friday of this past week, uh, we had gone to take lunch uh, to my oldest son, Micah. He's in kindergarten. And so Jack went with me, we were taking lunch up to school, and we have, you know, our bags of Chick-fil-A, because that's what God wants us to eat, and we're walking <laughs> into the school, and we get into the hallway, and Jack says, come here, Dad, come here, and so I run over to him, and, and uh, bend down, and he goes, Dad, this is so fun, and I said, I said, what's so fun, and he said, being at a big kid's school, and eating Chick-fil-A, and seeing Mikey, and you know, he's just, he's just like so excited, and I thought, yeah, this, this is fun, this, this is fun. Like, life, although it's hard at times, it is fun. Like, when's the last time you just stopped and you thought, man, I'm breathing. Like, what a gift this is. Like, another breath. Or, you know, uh, last time you heard a good song on the radio and you're like, oh, man, this is a miracle. A good song on the radio. I love it. And, or, or you've eaten a good meal or you've danced with your wife in the kitchen or you've seen a beautiful sunset. You know, we haven't seen one of those in weeks here at Nashville, but remember back in the day when... <laughs> You'd seen a sunset and just a moment where you go, man, this is fun. It is, it's fun to be alive. It's, it's a gift to, to get to do these things. And I've so often thought about the disciples, you know, the very first followers of Jesus. And I think about the things that they got to see, the things that they got to experience. And I've often wondered how often they left those experiences and just looked at each other and went, that was nuts. Like, how fun was that? I mean, we make the disciples so spiritual and so religious and so boring and so solemn. Can you imagine what it would have been like when they were sitting in that boat in the middle of hurricane swells and they, Jesus stands up and he says, hey, peace be still. And the storm calms. And I guarantee you they worshiped. And I guarantee you they changed their theology. But don't you know that there was one guy in the boat going, that was the most fun I've ever had on the seas. Like, <laughs> that was outrageous. <laughs> that was insane how fun that was. Or I think about they show up at the funeral of Lazarus. Do you remember that story? In fact, they show up late. He'd been dead four days. And they talk about showing up very late. They, they get there to the, the, the funeral. And Jesus does this amazing thing. He calls Lazarus out of the tomb. 
And he says, hey, now that you're alive, you need to take off the grave clothes, put on some new clothes. You got to go back to work tomorrow, bro. I mean, like, like you're like actually alive. And don't you know the disciples left going, that was the most fun funeral we've ever been at. Like that was, that was insane. Didn't see that coming. That was amazing. Or where Jesus was there on the hill surrounded by thousands of people, hungry people. And Jesus looks at him and says, hey, I want you to feed them. They said, oh, we have fish and bread. That's all we've got. And Jesus says, exactly. I want you to notice that my provision is far better than the problem that you see. And what feels like a problem to you is just great potential in the kingdom of God. I want to use you. And don't you know that moment was fun? I think there are a lot of words we use to describe life with Jesus, but the adjective we do not use often enough is fun. That there is something about this. Just like look around, like look in this room. There is something about being in a room with other human beings that have been redeemed by the Son of God getting to live on mission with Jesus, that is so fun. And I think sometimes we lose that. Sometimes we, in an, in an attempt to take Jesus seriously, we take ourselves way too seriously, and we, we lose the fun and the wonder of what it is that God's doing. When I think back over our church over the last six or seven years, I think of story after story after story that has, has been amazingly fun, ways we've served together, I think about the hundreds of you that we've seen come to Christ and get baptized, that's fun. I think about Lila, a little girl healed by God of cancer, that's fun. I think about marriages being restored, that's fun. There are a lot of fun things that have happened uh, as we've gathered here in this place over the years. But several years ago, one of my favorite kind of fun moments in the journey of ethos happened rather accidentally. And this morning, we're actually gonna participate in it again. And so. Four years ago, we, we got a phone call uh, from one of our ministry partners here in the city, a guy named Ron Shepard, who leads an amazing organization called Youth for Christ. And he called us, and we'd been working with Ron and his team in a neighborhood uh, kind of on the north side of downtown Nashville. It was the week before Thanksgiving. And Ron called us, and he said, hey, we were expecting a huge shipment of canned goods, and um, they did not come in can you and your church help? And so we thought, yeah, we'd love to help. And when do you need them? And he says, we need them in like three days. Can you send out an email to your church, see if people bring canned goods? And, uh, you know, no offense. I knew if we sent you an email, only seven of you would read it. And uh, so we, we, we wouldn't have anything on that Sunday. So we thought, okay, God, what do we do here? Like, how, how are we going to uh, help meet this need in a way that would honor you? And so we came up with this outrageous idea four years ago. We thought, what if in the middle of the sermon, instead of finishing the sermon, what if our whole church just stood up what if we went to Kroger together, like right there in the middle of church? What if we bought grocery items? What if we loaded them into a U-Haul? What if we took them into North Nashville and just watched God work? And so I remember like standing up and kind of making a pitch. Hey, here's what we're going to do in a few seconds. We're going to stand up. We're going to Kroger. We're going to buy everything we can buy. We're going to put it in U-Hauls. We're going to go down. And, and then I'm like, all right, let's go. And everyone's like, oh, like, really? Like, it's not a metaphor? And I'm like, yeah, Kroger's not a metaphor. Like, we're going to... Kroger, and we're going to buy stuff, and we had no idea what happened, and we got there that first year, and it was amazing. A couple hundred people showed up, and people, just for the glory of God, are just like buying groceries, and even those of you that are in college, you were using your parents' cards and getting forgiveness, and <laughs> just like loading up the grocery, and, and the managers, at first, they thought we were like raiding the place, and they called the cops, and then we explained what was happening, and then all of a sudden, the managers are chipping in, and the police officers are buying food, and uh, strangers are jumping in on the fun. And it was so cool that first year, we, we served hundreds of families food. We had 30 people come to Christ because of what they saw happen in the grocery store, which is amazing, just kind of this miraculous moment. And I remember getting home that night and going, that was fun. 
That was awesome. Like, let's do that again. As the years have gone on, we've kind of made this this accidental tradition where once a year at least, we will say, hey, instead of me preaching a sermon, what if we just became the sermon? What if we just left? What if we just went and met the need? Four years ago, we were trying to satisfy the needs of one little street in one little neighborhood. Over the years, this has grown. Last year, we worked across five entire neighborhoods. That's what we're doing again this year. And you all provided so much food on one Sunday that it lasted from November to March. Just, just amazing, the, the provision of God. And I go, that is fun. It is fun when we get to open up our lives so that the, the glory and the goodness of God can pass through us for the sake of those that are around us. And so this, this morning, that's what we're going to do again. Um, I'm, I'm not going to finish the sermon. You're going to get to finish the sermon. And, and I want to explain the way that this is going to work, especially for those of you that are type A, because you're right now going, how's this going to happen? What's, what's this going to look like? Don't you worry. We made you a list, Okay. We got you a list, and here's how it's going to work. In a second, I'm going to have a stand, and I'm going to pray for us, because that's how you end worship services, and then we're going to, we're going to walk out the door, and one of our volunteers is going to hand you one of these grocery lists, okay? And at the top of the list are three different grocery stores that we have U-Hauls in front of right now. So we've rented some U-Hauls that are out in front of these stores. So if you go to other stores, there's not going to be any U-Hauls there, so you can go wherever you want. But I encourage you to go to one of these three um, if you could go to the one in Green Hills or to the one kind of over behind Marathon, that'd be helpful. Typically, we kill the one here on 8th Avenue at Melrose, but go to any of these three. They're all fine. And take this list with you, and I want to encourage you to go in. The cheapest thing on this list is 60 cents. The most expensive thing on the list is a few bucks. You can buy one item. You can buy all the items. Some of you don't have any money. Come with us. Celebrate worship. Pray for people. Uh, come talk it up. Do whatever you want. You don't even have to buy anything to come, but grab one of these lists. Um, Go through the store, pick them out, put them in your cart, pay for them. This is not a mass robbery that we're doing. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to pay for these things. And then when you're done paying for them, you're going to take them out in the parking lot. There's a U-Haul with a, an Etho sign on it. You can load these things into the U-Haul. And uh, it's going to be an amazing time. Uh, we're going to see God move in mighty ways as we do this together. It will be one of the most memorable, one of the most fun Sundays of the year, I promise you. Um, you don't want to miss out on it. I want to give you kind of two things to do as you go do this. Um, as you walk to your cars, take a moment to call somebody you know that's not here this morning that you wish is. You know, some of you right now are going, man, I wish so-and-so would have shown up. Call that so-and-so. Call, call that person. Have them meet you at the grocery store. Call your friend who doesn't know Jesus. Call your friend that's burned out on church. And give them the opportunity to see the body of Christ at work this morning. And so first thing I want you to do when you leave here after grabbing the list and heading to the store is to call someone and invite them to come. And then kind of the second thing is at the bottom is this hashtag. Um, if you don't know what a hashtag is, um, you can ask some of the people in here, they'll explain it. Or if you're too embarrassed to do that, you can Google it. If you don't know what Google is, we can't help you. Um, but <laughs> there's this hashtag at the bottom. And here's what we want to invite you to do as you shop this morning, as we shop together, take pictures on your phones Post it on Instagram or Twitter. You can Periscope it. Do whatever you want. Put it online and take a minute to share the ways in which you saw the joy of God in the grocery store today. Don't just tag your picture. It's not just that we want to see a picture. It's like we want the opportunity to hear the sermons that God is going to preach through you. You get to hear me preach every week. I want to hear what God is going to say through you. Take a picture. Write a story. Share a story. Call a friend. It is going to be so great. I love what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. He says, let, let your light shine 
so that those around you may see your good deeds and they may praise your Father in heaven. Like we could have taken up a collection, we could have ordered a bunch of canned goods, we could have just shipped them off, but there's something about the way that we do this that demonstrates the goodness of God to those that are just going to Kroger this morning because it's a good time to shop. They're gonna see God in you in amazing ways. There are gonna be thousands of families that are gonna experience literally the bread of heaven as it shows up at their house um, through many of you this week. So let's stand together. I'm gonna pray for us. And as you leave, you will get a grocery list and I will see you at Kroger in just a few minutes. So let's pray. Father, thank you for the fun that we get to have as we worship you. Thank you for the joy.